0: What's up, world? It's your girl, Aubrey Shine, right here on the Shake-Up Podcast. And I have an awesome guest here with me. He, you know, we love to uh, talk about brands and brands, and so he is definitely a friend to the show, and we'll tell you why in a second. But welcome, 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 Mr. Alexander
1: Sweet. How's it going?
0: It's going. Um, so... You know, you became a friend to the show on my birthday episode. Do you remember that? Uh,
1: I don't. I don't quite remember. Exactly we were in the same
0: location.
1: I do know we were here.
0: <laughs> and it was David, David Puffin. Yep. David yep. Puffin. And you were like, "Are you guys doing a podcast?" <laughs> right.
1: I know you're doing something. I'm like, "Well, I know. I know. I know of David. You know, I've seen him around
0: because
1: right. I've, I've been in the, you know, the uh, industry. music industry in the in the local area for a little while." So I'm like, "I wonder what they're." wonder what they're doing. It didn't seem like a date. Right.
0: No, it uh, wasn't a date.
1: It seemed like you were asking him a lot of questions about himself that you didn't already know.
0: Right.
1: Uh, kind of like an interview, actually.
0: Yeah, kind of like an <laughs> yeah,
1: interview. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> so, uh, I also saw you gave him you know, your business card. So I'm like, okay, well, she's up to something. She's a mover, shaker, so let's find out what she's got going on.
0: And Y'all hear that? Mover, shaker. Yep. Yes, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so we were doing the Shake Up podcast, um, that was my, I want to say my second, third interview, and it was so much fun, it was fun, um, and so now you are on the Shake Up.
1: Here I am. How
0: do you feel?
1: About a year older, I <laughs> wasn't... <laughs>
0: Well, not quite. It was in May. Was it
1: in May? It was in May. Was it really? Yes. Oh, so almost a,
0: almost a year, but yeah. not quite. Not. My quite.
1: Girlfriend put me through hell the last couple months. I guess it just feels like a year. Oh
0: yeah, ex. saw that play out on. Facebook. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> anyway, so like you were saying, you are you've been in the the music industry. Tell the yeah. people what it is that you do.
1: Uh, so I'm, I'm uh, started off uh, throwing small shows and events, and then. I ran into a lot of music artists and uh, ended up uh, being asked to do photos and uh, since I've gone to school for videography, I started shooting music videos and promotional videos for events and uh, continue putting on a couple of events here in town, Um, but uh, that's pretty much what I do is, um, you know.
0: You capture the moments.
1: Yeah, I capture the moments. Um, a lot of people don't know I have an IT background, so I can develop websites and uh, basically provide any marketing assistance that an artist would need, depending on their budget. So I haven't signed anybody, so I don't give my work away for free. I
0: know that's but, right. Get that point. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so
1: uh, you know, no, I haven't really been doing too much lately, just because there's not a lot of budget in the local area, at least that I have that I've seen. Uh, to, you know, for, for music artists uh, to invest a lot of money into, into their music. Right. Uh, that's not to say there's not you know, artists out there that are you know, out there grinding and, and paying for videos and things like that. But, uh, yeah, so other than that, um, I'm just helping small businesses with their marketing campaigns. And, uh, it's pretty good for my
0: well that is amazing because you know a lot of people don't know like I didn't know I, I had an idea you were great at IT stuff but I didn't know the extent um, so that's really good information um, and we'll make sure to tag your social media
1: that <laughs> we'll make sure
0: to tag your social media Oh sure,
1: yeah.
0: so that everybody can get that information from you because I'm sure you know people who probably didn't know that know it now they might want to be able to invest in themselves or their businesses um,
1: so what got you started in the industry? Um, let's see. Probably have to be running into King Spencer
0: okay. in college. Great work.
1: Great work. Yep. Uh, rented him, went to uh, Tulsa Community College and went to a leadership class. It was called Principles of Management, which Generally, is a very textbook, boring class, right? For your your required uh, gen ed for whatever. You know, it depends on what you're where you're going to school for. But uh, we ended up in this principles of management class, and uh, this guy by the name of Gorney Williams is actually a uh, he's a speaker. He travels around the U.S. getting paid to speak at events. His hashtag is Be Extraordinary, um, so he's, he's actually a pretty well-known speaker, he is the one who uh, who put on the class, and it was more of a leadership class than a management class, and he made that pretty clear, um, that management is pretty much crap, <laughs> it's just, it just, he said it's, it's terrible, but uh, really to be a leader and influence people rather than, you know, persuade people is, it's kind of the way to go about things. Um, we had a lot of uh, interactions in class, and that's kind of, you know, I, I picked a partner, and I'm like, oh, let's pick this quiet kid over here in the hoodie. I uh, Ended up being, you know, J. Ron Spencer McKinney, uh, a.k.a. King Spence. Right. Um, which, if you guys don't know who he is, look him up. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's done a lot of work in the area for a lot of music artists, with uh, music videos specifically. Uh, and then he, he's ventured out a lot around the U.S., has traveled around with his work, so he's got a lot of respect and a lot of uh, credentials here in town. Have you heard of King Spence?
0: I have heard of him. I I've bet never, you have. I've never worked with him before, but I have seen his work, yeah. um, and it, it's awesome, and everybody always speaks really highly of
1: him. Definitely. So, he's definitely a good kid. Goofy, once you get to know him, but That's a good, good thing, good though. That, yeah.
0: It takes the edge off the work.
1: Definitely. But um, you know, saying saying that he's definitely a, a hard worker. Uh, he's got very, very high drive. Um, as far as I know, you know, he doesn't smoke or drink. Um, at least whenever I knew him, you know, he was very focused um, because you know he, he had a he had a family to take care of. Cause he's pretty much quote unquote the man of the house. So, uh, anyways, that's that's not my business. But you know, he, he definitely is uh, an admirable character and. Uh, met him and we linked up on a couple of projects. Um, yeah, I designed his website once whenever he had it. Uh theprogression.org was which was a positive movement and I was definitely behind that. Definitely behind a lot of community involvement projects. So we kind of vibed on that level. Um, that's awesome. And uh, you know I told him one I'm like, hey man I'm gonna go take that premiere class uh, at TCC. Keep asking me to, you know, to do more and more things. But we were supposed to take it together, and I think he ended up just sticking with uh, Final Cut Pro since he had Mac. Um, yeah, you know, he was just traveling way too much to stay stay in school. So I just kind of took the class myself and started shooting videos instead of doing the coursework. Flunked out of the class, but made every single made every single uh, <laughs> I made it to every single um, every single class, but flunked out of the course. You know because. I was busy shooting videos during that time. Right. Uh, instead it of
0: better. Yeah,
1: instead of yeah, okay. doing the coursework videos because I didn't have time for it. So that's how I got started. That's so that's
0: that's interesting, um, because it's like most people go, you looked at the class, you can't be that great, you can't be that talented, but you were like polishing Oh
1: yeah. Your I mean craft. I was there, I was I was the kid, I mean I'm, I'm I'm the guy that I ask all these you know, I was the one that asking a lot of the questions i um, very, very involved in, in the conversation and the theory behind, you know, why would you mask out the video in this way, um, you know, how do you change the title sequence to allow this or that, which, um, you know, learning how to do video editing with such a uh, granular software such as Adobe Premiere Pro, you can do so many different things with it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you definitely have to ask a lot of questions if you really want to do advanced editing techniques, such as for music videos where there's a lot of effects built in right. uh, to the videos, you know, inherently. Uh, just yeah. because of the nature of you know, music videos aren't just cut, you know, <laughs> cut, dry, right. you know, commercials like you'd see for selling Gold Bond or something, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know.
0: Right. So, okay, so you got the you know the experience you've done all that so i have to ask what is the hardest um who's the hardest when it comes to music videos do you think is any genre harder i mean difficulty, like, or yeah, difficulty or like difficulty, who goes it? the
1: hardest it's called ben, it's pretty dope. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I think i mean more like um more like you know the most difficult artists to deal with like would it be in a different genre like an r&b hip-hop country to music
1: videos hmm? you mean like in regards to music videos yes
0: in regards to the music videos like when they do they come with a vision no. or they expect you to have a vision yeah or? i
1: mean at least so most of the music videos that i've shot are in the rap hip-hop sector um, and i think the reason behind that is they're more willing to invest in themselves because image is pretty much everything Mm -hmm. in regard to, in that industry whereas, you know, country, it's a lot about the sound. Mm -hmm. Um, A story. Yeah, I mean, you could be a terrible hip-hop artist or rapper and have, like, a ridiculous (laughs) image and still get paid. I mean, I I don't know. I'm just saying.
0: It's true. It's it's true. (laughs) It's true.
1: Country artists, I mean, maybe similar, you know. It depends on how big your belt buckle is. I don't know. But their videos are usually less, you know... (laughs) less less um, effect-driven, more cinematic, like a movie style, mm. where it's like slow, you know, and, and really all the video is, is just him getting out of his truck and pitching, you know.
0: Getting on a horse.
1: Yeah, hay into, you know, bailing hay or something, and then like going to the bar with his friends and picking up a girl. Like, that's literally the only thing in like a country music video. I mean, there's some that are, you know, funny, you know, things like that, but there's really not a lot of effects to it. Um, I would say that rock, metal type uh, music videos, or at least alternative rock, probably be the most challenging, just because of how complex their concepts are.
0: Um,
1: they kind of want to have like a, a larger than life type of feel, or um, I wouldn't say cartoon necessarily, but basically um, unrealistic, like a surrealism. So kind of creating that surrealist scene is, is, is pretty important.
0: So, which ones do you, I guess, I'm not going to say appreciate, I'm going to say
1: enjoy the most. What do you think you enjoy the most? Um, about it. What do I enjoy the most about it? Mm-hmm. Really connecting with the people, because you know everyone has a song, and, uh, you know, much credit to, to, to Spencer, um, to King Spence, but uh, there's there's a lot of Performance only videos, Mm -hmm. you know, just because of the budget, but being able to work with somebody and storyboard it out and actually uh, um, show in the video exactly what their songs mean to them on a personal level uh, that's what I enjoy is being able to talk to them and say, Hey, you know, what is your song about? How can we bring out those emotions or that story, you know, in the video? Because that's really what you know, music is supposed to be emotional connection with your audience,
0: right? So
1: I feel like. A video pretty much epitomizes that connection, so that fans can connect with you on a, a, a deeper level. So right. being able to get the story out of them or get those feelings out of them and you know make it come to life and send it off to them and they're like, wow, that's exactly you know what, what I had in mind. Like that's exactly what the trap house looked like you know back <laughs> in the day. Like you know like that was the struggle. Like you know.
0: right, 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 right. And you <laughs> said you know that, know that you you um. You deal with a lot of um, community-based
1: events. What yeah. what was like your last big community-based event that you covered? Um, I mean, to be honest, my ex kind of threw me off a little bit with all the the recent, you know, Drama. you know how that goes. Yeah,
0: yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens.
1: But not not to speak negatively on anyone. But uh, it was a you know, distraction. But the last one was probably last winter, which. It's coming up again this winter. It's called Glocks for the Homeless.
0: Okay, I've seen a lot of um, flyers about that. Yep. So tell people about that event.
1: So Glocks for the Homeless started last year. um, uh, I I was in a YouTuber's group with a a guy by the name of Ray Neal. And uh, he came up with the idea, you know, Glocks for the Homeless, gloves and socks. It's a play on words. Um, He's like, you know, it's going to be clickbait. It's going to be great. You know, people are going to say what what is that it definitely makes you click on
0: it yes give them the
1: opportunity (laughs) or give him the opportunity to say hey this is what it's about support things like that Uh, we actually made it on the news so we had a segment on channel 8 uh, good morning Tulsa uh, last year Raynail and I were both on there and um, you know we were able to raise some money that way and um, people came out to uh, drop off donations at the same time we were handing out donations so it kind of kind of worked out pretty well. Um, not sure on the exact numbers last year, but uh, definitely looking to do that again this year. And uh, we only have three weeks to promote last last year. So this year we have a little bit more time to promote. Uh, I say we, but you know Ray Neal's really been uh, pushing it this year.
0: Uh,
1: I think he has a benefit show on the 17th of November, which is this Saturday. Yeah, Urban Outfitters, which sponsored us this year, Okay. Um, Rich Maserati, Rio Shaw, and uh, one other artist who's out there, one or two other artists, but uh, yeah, Ray's, Ray's putting that together, but, uh, you know, definitely out there to support with the video footage, so last year, that's pretty much my main focus, last year was promoting it by providing the video footage during the event, so we have you know, material to show people this year, Right. So, hey, right. this is what we did last year, here's the, you know, video footage. So I just kind of gave that footage to Ray to edit and let him do what he wanted to do That's awesome.
0: That's dope.
1: <laughs> and the other, other uh, project before that, I guess, it was the uh, Greenwood. Project Greenwood. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the race route. Race riots, yeah. Yeah, 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 or yeah. massacre you know, yeah. however, however you want to see it. <laughs> yeah, the race riots. Yeah. The,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty familiar.
1: Right, right. So.
0: Me and uh Steph Simon, we went through an extensive mm. talk about it on on the
1: shakeup. So. Right. Yeah. I don't have to necessarily go over all that, but. Yeah. No. You know, definitely <laughs> a part of history not to be ignored.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um. Yeah. So we, I, I partnered up with uh, Mugen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um Music. on on that project. The winter before, so it was like the year before last. So, uh,
0: are you saying that you work best in the cold? I I guess (laughs)
1: so, I guess so, I mean.
0: It just seems like every event Yeah, every community event is
1: always in the cold. I don't, I don't know what it is. You
0: know what? The struggle is real. <laughs> you know, and you're capturing the struggle <laughs> in the cold. Yeah. That's dedication right there.
1: Yeah, that's one of those things. It's like, you know, you don't have anything to do in the winter because everything's closed. You have to find something to do. And why not help people out?
0: Right. Helping people out. That's very, very dope. I even like the group in a
1: warmer spirit yes warm your <laughs>
0: spirit like this caramel macchiato right now <laughs> um so i like this group that you have um i think you actually added me to it i don't know who added me to it i think you did though
1: as the uh, professional as know, or, yeah oh, the, just into the group at all? yeah just into the group yeah yeah the it's professional
0: my entertainment yeah. industry group yep. that's on facebook Correct. how did that get started
1: <laughs> honestly? Yeah,
0: honestly,
1: to be honest. <laughs> so, to be honest, how it started, here's, here's, here's the history of that group. It started when um, I was tired of Facebook. Okay. And I wanted to delete everyone off of Facebook, but I had so many contacts in the industry, and you know, because uh, I also did EDM events and promotion, and I've put on EDM shows locally, like after, after spots mm-hmm. these shows. Um, so I had, you know, somewhat of a following, 5,000 friends, or you know, the, a large number of people. <laughs> so I basically just created a group, and at the time, Facebook allowed you to just add whoever you're friends with to a group, and then they'd automatically be in it unless they say decline. Right. Now you have to actually accept the invitation, quote unquote. And that was kind of recent. Um, so, anyways, so I just pretty much exported all my friends to this group and said Alexander Sweets Friends, and then that's what I named it. And then I just deleted everyone manually to, like, zero people on my Facebook. I was like, That's dedication. done. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot of work. I don't know if you've seen people talk about, like, deleting people after, like, one by one, like, going through It's like
0: Instagram.
1: It's a lot easier if you delete everybody instead of actually thinking about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, everybody who has 5,000 friends that I can't add back now. But... (laughs) So anyway, so I, I, I did that, and it kind of took a hiatus for like three months on Facebook, which I actually just started again yesterday. I, it's actually, my Facebook's deactivated. I don't know if I made you an admin or moderator recently on that.
0: Call. I'm not sure. I, I just think know I did. I've been in there, and I post things in there, right, I, I, I get I a lot of love. That. and yeah. I appreciate the love.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I exported that at Alexander's Sweets Friends uh, group. And then I changed it because I started doing community stuff and like, you know, this community, Oklahoma community projects and um, it, it allowed me to have a platform to reach people. I took a poll on what everyone wanted to do, whether if they wanted to help out the elderly, help out the homeless, help out these things. So then I had a poll of people who said that they were interested in helping out in certain types of events so that whenever events come up, I can just call on those people and say, hey, I heard that you're interested in helping out with the homeless.
0: Right. Which
1: worked out whenever we did the blocks. Or, you know, donating money to ASPCA. You you mentioned on the poll that you're interested in helping out with uh, animal-related welfare. Um, And then, didn't really get much involvement on that page as a community group. So then I realized, well, most of the friends that I had were in the entertainment industry. Like I'm just gonna call it professional entertainment industry. Make it a broad group. Um, have you know music artists, models, you know people that I've interacted with. Uh, obviously, they're on my friends list. And uh, people who do go to shows. Right. A lot of people added were people who went to shows. Uh, different genres and they have different art forms. Fire spinners, you know, um, flow artists. Um, uh, obviously, rappers, hip hop musicians. Uh, producers uh, and just kind of threw everybody in the group and then you know they started adding people from around and obviously not everybody you know wanted to be in the group they kind of people who weren't um, in, in the industry kind of left but I think you know, there's about four four 4.3 thousand it's quite a 4, lot 000, something like that <laughs> yeah there's people in there, right? And,
0: plenty. and they're and they're active. Yeah, they're active. They're active. There's um,
1: DJs in there promoting their events. There's yes. You, um, I post in there periodically. Uh, I mean, I'll, recently, in the last couple weeks, I started a uh, online uh, music review show.
0: I did see yeah. that. How did that start? Uh,
1: well, since I have an IT background, I've always been able to do the live streaming event mm-hmm. um, thing on Facebook with the. Know, green screen in the back or the, you know, whatever, banner at the bottom, um, it, it didn't take too long to figure out how to do all that. Facebook used to love that because whenever the live was new, Facebook would always try to push out anything that went live, okay. they'd open it up to a huge audience. So I, I got 65,000 people, you know, reach before, just off of a live video back in a year and a half, two years ago. So, that's kind of where I started it, but... Um, you have a really heck of a
0: following, too. <laughs> like, we were talking about that before we went live.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You're,
0: you've got a following, like, outside of Oklahoma. You have a following oh, outside yeah. of the States. Yeah. Are <clears throat>
1: yeah. yeah, you talking about the Philippines?
0: Yeah. yeah. you got a, you got a female following. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. crazy. So, 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 what happened is... <laughs> There's a few different uh, apps that apparently the Filipino girls just jump all over here. I say girls, but yeah, no, that's pretty much the...
0: We hope that it's just girls following you like that.
1: No, they're just Filipinos. I think they just think that I'm a rich American that can, like, marry them and they can just upgrade their life. But I don't know. I could be wrong.
0: You could be right. I could be right. But you could be wrong. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to stick with optimism.
1: So I'm like, you know, uh, and I'm always a person. I'll, I'll, I'll join groups that have eight hundred thousand people in them. I'm like, oh, I don't know what this group is. Singles, international, bet. So I'll oh jump in this gosh. group. You
0: can't do that. Can do that. You're gonna mess around and be like sex trafficked or something. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know, but I posted a selfie and said what I did and where I was from, and I ended up getting, like, 800 reactions on the single photo, and I'm like, man, why can't my Instagram be popping like this? I know, right? I need,
0: yeah. I need that
1: kind of love from uh, the Instagram world. Comments, oh, man, and so many, like, requests and ads on, on Messenger, I couldn't keep up with it. I literally just copied and pasted my Instagram, like, over 200 times in, like, a week to everyone that, that was in my requested inbox. That was a mistake, because once you reply to them in your in your filtered inbox, they automatically jump over to your regular inbox if you reply, and then they can call you at 4 or 5 in the morning, oh. 3 o'clock in the morning, on Messenger, and blow your phone up, which I've been having a problem with the last couple of weeks.
0: <laughs> wow. But, well,
1: but, you know, I have had more followers on Instagram from the Philippines, which... I guess, doesn't really help me right now. Hey,
0: get those numbers up. Okay. Yes. Ask me a follower of
1: three. I had some ask me to go out there, and I'm like, ah, you going to pay for it? <laughs> like, you're American, you're rich. I'm like, oh, I see.
0: I see where this is I going, see. and it ain't going far. I'm like, well,
1: maybe, maybe I can be a DJ, <laughs> and I'll go out there and perform, you know, build up a following and go out there and, you know, book out a... <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. I mean, that's what Takashi 69 did, you know, so lucky, yeah. in Slovakia, Czech Republic. He, he, okay. He really? built up. He did. He built up his overseas following, and he capitalized on it. He sold out so many shows in Europe, in London.
0: Yeah, I get the tattoos and that colorful hair, that fingernail polish. Are you Rainbow ready for that? Grill. You ready for that? I mean,
1: you might get a hit you single. Just gotta, you just
0: you can get a hit single
1: with Nikki. i mean I'm you, talking you, about you just, nothing. You just got to be yourself. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, he's talking about prison life.
0: Is he? I can't. Hey, he ta- I, he ta- I he ta- don't ta- understand anything I'm pretty he sure he's talking, about,
1: he's talking about Fifi. That's all. Well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like,
0: I don't know what he's talking about. I don't I know can't if you know what up. that
1: means, but when you go home, Google Fifi and tell me no, tell about No, just tell us prison. what it means. You know what? Let me Google it on Urban Dictionary. Can no, just, just tell me
0: what it means. Uh, I'm going to tell you on Urban Dictionary. Okay. So while he's uploading or looking up. Fifi, the meaning of it. I have no idea what he means. I don't even know if I want to know what it means at this point.
1: point.
0: But those of you who are listening to this, listen, I'm going to read it because he's Googling it right now. Oh,
1: you're going to read it. I'm going to read it
0: out loud because I'm probably going to laugh before I get it out. So he's pretty sure that he's talking about. Definition prison.
1: number three.
0: Well, this isn't how he spells it, though. He uh-huh, spells okay. it F E F E. Okay, so according to Urbandictionary.com, how do you know about Urban Dictionary? Never mind. Anyway, it says prevalent within death row inmates, a hands free masturbation device made up of a dirty old sock, Vaseline, or toothpaste if not available, a toilet paper tube if available, wedged firmly between a match. Wrist. What? Oh, my God. And then they have, yep. what is this? They have um examples?
1: Yeah,
0: use it in a sentence. Use it in a sentence? Okay. Um. Hey, boy, bend over. I'm about to jack off with your a-hole. Man, if that y'all needs to be using your feet nigga. Be- oh, my God. You just
1: about had a stick <laughs> I
0: to walk away. He he almost spit his coffee out. Oh my god, I can't believe that that's what that. I can't play that on the radio anymore. That's not Fifi. That's Kiki. Don't mess up a Drake song now. Don't mess up Drake song. And he's probably talking about Kim Kardashian, but that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. I'm, you know, I I have learned so much. I'm just saying. I've learned so much in this setting. I can't take it. Okay, so you know what? I can't. I can't. You know, I thought this was gonna be a sweet talk.
1: Oh yeah, no, my name is. Sweet.
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently yeah. he is a Sour Patch Kid. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, he just knows a lot. So um, now that you've educated me on why I can never listen to that song again, oh, sure. um, <laughs> what else is going on in life? What's new? I
1: mean, he was in prison.
0: Okay, you know what? I Let's mean, conclude... it makes sense. Like
1: he's just talking about his past, just like every other person. I mean,
0: I mean, but now I'm gonna look. Now I'm really thinking. We've I mean, heard the rumors
1: about, you know,
0: what's. Anyway. I heard what rumors. Go yeah. ahead, let's talk about it now. Uh, you've already mentioned it, to cautious, they wanna hear.
1: Yeah, know, rumors about the the rape allegations and everything. The ones the of him
0: getting or being. Yeah, with
1: an underage boy. Girl? Girl? You
0: didn't hear about that? I know he was in court for something, but he's always in court. I mean. Anyway, I don't know. I don't
1: know, he's just. Let's go leave
0: that subject okay so we're no longer i can no longer ever look at that man seriously ever, now when that could i ever, you did. ever
1: look at six nine seriously
0: okay you're right okay you know what <laughs> we're gonna just not have this conversation because everything about his appearance and his name i now i'm dissecting it and it does not look good for me so i'm glad i didn't download that song that's all i'm gonna say
1: <laughs> anywho any other important questions
0: no, I. Th- you have ruined that portion of the interview. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, what do you, um, like, do you think you want to get into movies or, like, yeah, I've done, plays um, or anything? I've done
1: one. Uh, I was a director of, uh, director of photography for a uh, uh, 48-hour film festival in Oklahoma City a couple of years back. Uh, just, you know, team basically you get 48 hours to... Um, get the concept from the uh, from whoever's hosting the uh, the festival.
0: Uh-huh. They'll give
1: you a concept and give you forty eight hours to write a script, um, create you know scenes, and basically edit it and shoot it and everything within forty eight hours. You have to have it done.
0: Do so they a provide a the actors and actresses? No, for No, you or? have to
1: have a team ready to go. Oh, so okay. everyone has to have their waivers signed, and everyone has to, you, know, you have to have a sound guy, then have a director, director of photography. You, you know, you gotta have everybody.
0: Lights, um,
1: all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, war, wardrobe. How you
0: know?
1: did you do? Um, I think we placed in something, but like, it was terrible. Was it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was what? my first time there, and and. As director of photography, I didn't really have much control over the, the settings because we were in a warehouse um, that was. It was actually a horror house. Let me make sure I pronounced that correctly. Horror. Horror. H O
0: R R H O. I just wanted to make sure we're
1: on the same page here, you know? okay?
0: Zap- Listen, yeah. especially after what you just made. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you're' Googling hey, and it's, it's, it's
1: legal in Europe, okay? That's what the over Oh my god. cannot.
0: Uh, <laughs>
1: anyways, so we're in like a. a in Oklahoma City, there's, uh, uh, I don't know exactly what the name of the place was, but it's one of those where people walk in and it's like a ex-house type thing. And, mm-hmm. uh Had a lot of different rooms with different scenes in there, so we just kind of used whatever they had. So I didn't really have much to do other than, uh, the framing of the video and the panning and, uh, the camera I had was kind of an older one. Do older you think DSLR. you want to do it
0: again? Um, yeah. With more control or about the same? more control. Do
1: so you think you
0: could do the writing? or I'd probably, or you would
1: do I'd probably like just be the, the director, which the director just kind of uh, gets everybody in the right places.
0: Okay, makes it come to life. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: I, I say it's less work. I mean, everybody kind of has their job, but if you're the director, you kind of you know, have an idea of, hey, you know, being able to delegate um, responsibilities properly kind of use other people's skills rather than trying to micromanage everything mm-hmm. which i've seen i think that's what happened in the last one the director tried to micromanage a lot things things, we didn't quite pull it together properly i don't know wow Anyways, it's you know it's it's a new experience it's a challenge obviously and i've actually never shot a short film until then so it's that's definitely uh, yeah so is there anything
0: you haven't done yet that you're ready to try to embark on
1: I've well, got a short film. I can't tell you who it's with or what the name of it is. Oh, but my God. you
0: can't tell me. I anything.
1: just shot a I just <laughs> shot an NBA over to the guy the other day.
0: Oh, I bet you I know
1: what it is. I bet you do too.
0: Oh, oh, okay. So we're talking about the same thing, okay? Probably. Yeah, we are. We'll be talking about it when we get off of here. <laughs> <laughs> we can't tell you anything, people. You'll, you'll just have to wait and see.
1: See, look at that. I'm already promoting. It. Hey. He's gonna have to pay me some more. <laughs> Uh, whatever.
0: Anyway, well, thank you very much, Definitely. Mr. Alexander Sweets, for the sweet talk and the education and all that other stuff you just threw out there. <laughs> the promo. Um This has been another episode of the Shake Up Podcast. We love you for listening. And if this is your first time, make sure you go back and listen to all of the other ones. And there will be so many more to come. And I'm pretty sure Mr. Alexander Sweet will be back with more education on prison terms and whatnot. (laughs) Until the next time, we love you for listening. (laughs) Those are not.